everyone. My name is Vidya. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Fitbots. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Goal Getters. This is where we get to speak to leaders and the global best practitioners in strategy and execution. Now, remember the last time you lost your mobile phone, had an appliance which gave way, or a personal device which went missing? The emotions you would have gone through would have ranged from panic frustration or something more. And in order to protect every day's essential of people is what paved way to one assist, India's largest insure tech player in the new financial device, home appliances, and electronics protection space. They just completed 12 years as a company. And who best to speak about this than the CTO and co-founder of One Versus, Saurabh Chandra. Saurabh, a very warm welcome to Goal Getters. Thank you, Vindya. Very happy to be speaking to you. And uh, what a lovely introduction to One Assist. Thank you. Saurabh, so we'll kick it off with your own backstory. Tell us something interesting about you. And what has shaped you to what you are today and what brought you to where you are today? Well, I think one of the most important learnings early in my life came from my parents, wherein the values of, you know, integrity, hard work and honesty were instilled in. So it could be something very simple things such as, you know, telling your class teacher that, hey, you were overgraded in a particular subject or returning the extra money that a shopkeeper would give you. But these tiny little uh, things really shaped and crystallized the values of honesty Uh, in me and I think that has helped me stand in tough times and uh, you know I I will tell you I'll give an example from a conversation the other day we are subject to so many audits right in the company and if there is a situation in which let's say we are not 100% done with with an audit requirement we always have maintained that hey we have to be honest we will never lie to anybody we will not lie to a partner uh, we will not lie to an auditor we will not lie to a customer if we make a mistake. So I think that has continued with me, has shaped me as an individual who is very, very upfront and upright about these things. And what I've noticed is that it also brings in a lot of fearlessness among employees because they know that, yeah, they can make mistakes and they can speak up their mind. So yeah, I think this is the single most important thing, Vidya, which really has shaped me as an individual, as a professional. Beautiful. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that, Saurabh. You, you suit right. And in fact, Narayana Muthi had once said that the softest pillow is a clear conscience. I truly get what you're saying, you know, that honesty and integrity to work actually gets the companies to go much farther. You know, on that note, uh, tell us more about, you know, your career graph because you've got a really rich experience in the banking and financial services industry as well. I was very lucky to be, uh, you know, picked up by Citigroup when from my engineering college. Okay. And uh, so I was very clear that I will not jo- join the, the IT services bandwagon. Nothing wrong against any industry, but I was clear that I want to do something where I could relate. I, and I'm very clear about the domain. So I had innate interest in mathematics and there was this bunch of alumni who told me that, hey, there is this company which does some really good work and um, you should look at joining them. So I was lucky to be picked by them and then when I started my career with Citigroup, it was a very, very, very nice, you know, intersection of technology and banking. And that's where we learned the ropes of building technology product. Okay. So of my 22 years in the industry, I would say about half of that has been in banking, working in India, in the region, in Southeast Asia, some parts of Europe. So that gave me a very good you know, exposure to, to product side of things and also told me how banks manage money. Then when I was in Singapore, you know, working for Citigroup, I realized that, hey, I need to take a break from work and probably need to go for higher studies so that's when we decided to come back to India I did my MBA and then the startup 
journey, you know, kind of uh, started. Yeah, I ran a tea services company with a few friends. Didn't find it exciting enough, and then one assist happened. So, and with one assist, you know, the last twelve uh, years have been as if been twenty years. in terms of the kind of work that we are doing the kind of problems we are solving for the country and it's extremely extremely exciting so yeah i would say i've been very lucky uh, you know to have worked with organizations which have really stood for high standards solving consumer problems truly extraordinary thank you for sharing that and what i really loved about your journey is that you've dabbled in and got a varied set of experiences to shape who you are and some of the and i'm sure that's translating to many of the decisions as well because the more experiences we have the more varied are our you know kind of things that we think about when we yeah, take decisions absolutely. so absolutely. wonderful to hear that um, sort of and uh, you know for our audience who's probably have have experienced one assist a lot lesser than others could you share more about one assist well see we are a consumer assistance and protection company and we have products and services which are savings led and are solving taking care of you know things that you depend upon some people call it insurance backed services you beautifully explained it in the intro so we basically provide various services and products the personal electronic home appliances and the financial protection space so think of scenarios such as you breaking your phone and having to take time out to go to a service center waiting over there and again going back to get the repaired phone back to to you so but if you are a subscriber of one assist you don't need to really worry about these things you will have somebody you know pick up your phone from your doorstep have it repaired from an authorized service center ensure that the quality of repair is great top notch right and have it delivered back to you and you can actually really get a real time scenario of what's going on because that's what the consumers want to know uh, similarly you know any damage breakdown any problems with your appliances services our pan india services take care of any such worries with you you would know that cyber crime is increasing online frauds are increasing yeah so we we also have, have products around financial protection which take care of your mobile wallet your credit cards debit cards so all in all you know we are looking at spaces which are extremely important for you as a family or as an individual and basically taking the worry out of your lives and we'll continue to do so with our we'll put a head down continue to do so for many many more years to come fantastic thanks aurab and you know the scale at which you operate is actually truly admirable and you know we'd love to learn more about that element of scale because you're in so many cities and you have such a vast reach to your subscribers tell us a little more about you know what are some of the both the opportunities as well as the challenges with the scale see this space is vidya and you and you said it right that some of the people and your audiences may not be aware of what we are doing see this space is still evolving india is growing the india story is out there and more and more urbanization more and more consumerism is taking shape so we are still in our early stages as i would uh, say the challenges really are around you know meeting customer expectations and and we love that because consumer expectations are evolving and as we continue to innovate and evolve our solutions around meeting the consumer expectations it is also pushing our standards uh, standards uh, upwards some of the big problems that we are solving is around how do we ensure that the reliability of our services is 99.9%. Okay, how do we ensure that whenever a phone goes back to the customer, the repair is flawless, right? How do we ensure that the partners whom we work with, okay, they get to proudly talk about our services to the customers? So yeah, these are some of the goals that we have taken yeah, and some of the boundaries that we are pushing. You know, it's fantastic and each time we interact with the leadership team at One Assist, one of the things which truly comes to mind is the sharp clarity because once there's clarity, the rest of it falls into place. So thank 
thank you for very clearly articulating this sort of you know from there i just want to kind of make a segue into you know strategy and strategies mm-hmm. got a very different nuance to different people but the way you've been thinking about the strategy both from a business strategy and what the product and engineering team needs to think about as strategy is very unique so could you tell us something about you know how do you really think about strategy in the context of both one assist and for you the product and engineering team you're right with there you know strategy is often spoken about in the same breath in different contexts and uh, you know frankly it's difficult to put a definition to it but the way i look at strategy is that see strategy are created to achieve a goal or to solve a problem or to innovate or to stay ahead right my version of strategy is very simple to my team that every strategy needs to have a goal okay so if you're saying innovation is my strategy innovation mm-hmm. for what you should be able to have a goal and in most of the cases you should be able to put a number which tells you whether you've achieved that goal or not you know you know to that effect i put up a poster in my office which says hey we have a strategy it's called doing things and it may sound very simple but it just tells the team that hey strategy is not some shiny new pod in your armory but it has to be crystallized distilled down to frankly achieving something even when we were doing okrs right when we did it for the first time and and some of the okrs i would say we probably did not do it perfectly but we were very clear and we learned it from you also vidya and from your team members that uh, when you're doing okrs make sure that you have numbers out there right and if i may try to link it with okrs if you have too many only milestone kras then probably it's not a good situation to be in i hope i'm right on this count you are the expert here but to me strategy is basically doing something which is of supreme importance and being able to measure that how you have done it it needs to have a report card fantastic saurabh in fact you're the true practitioner of okrs because you're actually breathing it on a day to day basis So thank you for articulating that. You know, it's very interesting what you said about having a number, and then of course the accountability piece comes in. I love the poster that you have in your office as well. You know, strategy is actually doing things right, and and that's absolutely correct. It is about actioning it. A little rewind to maybe about eighteen months ago when you thought about introducing OKRs. What really went on in the first ninety days, and how did you really explain it to let's say product and engineering leaders who were already probably dabbling? multiple requests in order to you know keep pace with business you hit the nail on the head with there so you know in fact the answer to the question lies in the last part of what you said that they are already dabbling with so many requests right uh, grappling with so many fronts with varied business requirements i think okr okr actually puts a focus on what is important for the company right when we embarked upon this journey with you and the team so the senior most leadership team i think most of us were very clear that we have to do this to put focus on things that matter when i look at technology team of course the team had the questions that hey what what is this going to do to us what is it going to add value to and uh, we what we said that hey, we are going to pick up a few things okay which are going to be of prime importance in the company right and everybody was aligned with this philosophy and once people say okay we are going to do these five things which are very important let's say that when you have a sixth thing coming up and if it is conflicting with any of these five things that sixth thing is not important so in our case it somehow put focus and people who were inundated with irregular random requirements actually benefited from this at least i can speak about my direct reports and now we are about 18 months 20 months into the journey and it is the same bunch of people who themselves are creating the next level of okrs vidya so very clearly they have the conversation has shifted from hey what is it is it another meeting is it going to add more to my work to hey these are important things to do and i will take it to the okr route so people are coming to me saying hey this is important for me saurabh can i create an okr around this 
I think that's the proof of how the success of OKR has happened in the company. Stellar. Thank you, Saurabh, for sharing that. And uh, I completely agree with you. I think the amount of ad hocness and probably the increase in focus is something that we've also experienced. So you're spot on on that. Uh, you know, many of our listeners love listening to examples. And if there's, are there any examples of product and engineering team OKRs that you could recollect? We are open source enthusiasts. We love Perfect. to share things. Yeah. So see, one of the things that we wanted to do in order to give more speed to engineering was doing story by release. So we really wanted to move from a three-week release to say that can we do releases every day, okay? And uh, as simple as it may sound, it's very difficult to achieve, uh, Vidya. It requires a lot of automation, alignment of thought, uh, you know, a laying of fears, assuaging of, you know, temperaments. So we, we picked up this as an ambitious OKR, I think, in quarter two of last year. And I'm very happy that that OKR has just been concluded. And our stories to build ratio is now almost close to... One, which means every build is carrying a story and not five stories or seven stories as the case used to be. In fact, it has gone to the other extent that, that users are saying that, hey, we cannot do so many UATs. Yeah, but this has really raised the standard of engineering and product in the company. And I would urge all engineering leaders to really, you know, work on this because the world is really changing fast. Speed is a weapon in every technology unit. You're so right. And I think that agility and being close to the ground is so critical. In fact, you picked a very interesting metric. And is there any advice that you would give to, let's say, product and engineering teams who are writing OKRs on how to pick up those metrics correctly? I think it's a first principle approach. Of course, the OKR should be done under the tutelage of an expert. So they must get in touch with Vidya Santanam, first of all. And I'm not being good to you, but really, <laughs> we learned a lot. We really have learned a lot from your company. And I always tell everyone that if you have any doubt, do reach out to the Fitbots team. They are fantastic. And I'm not trying to be good to you on this podcast, but we really respect and value the guidance which came through from you guys. In terms of putting goals and KPIs. I think it's very important to be you know, honest and be knowing what you want to achieve. So if you're looking at doing a story-wise release, what does it mean? How do you measure the success? So let's look at, look at status quo. So today, most of the engineering teams do sprints of three weeks. And in three weeks, they would be shipping out a bunch of stories, which means you send out one build, which is carrying five stories. So what is your uh, stories to build ratio? It is five is to one. If you want to do story-wise release and you really achieve that, you should ideally be shipping every story in a build. So therefore, your stories to build ratio has to move to one. It's a very simple first principles approach, an example I could think of. Fantastic. Thanks, Aurobh. And thank you for that advocacy as well. We truly appreciate it. And, you know, it's very, very authentic and genuine from your end, which what makes, you know, over the moon as well. So, you know, in fact, you actually spoke about something in context to, you know, too many meetings, right? When you were actually articulating. Many a time we hear product and engineering teams, especially when we speak to CTOs, there's OKRs, there's Agile, there's Scrum and Sprints, and now there's something called check-ins. How exactly did you help teams connect these dots that time is also optimized. That's a great point. Today's world where everybody needs everybody else. I know too many meetings is people are living by calendars, right? And I think fortunately for us, this was not a very big issue because in technology in one assist, we have a culture of avoiding over-representation in meetings. So keeping scrum meetings aside, so if let's say there is an agenda to be discussed in a meeting, we have certain very good disciplines around it. So every meeting which is requested for, the organizer has to set out an agenda and an expected outcome. You know, it is magical Vidya that if you tell people to start putting in expected outcomes in meetings how the number of meetings goes down and we also follow another philosophy that we should avoid 
avoid over representation in meeting so which means that if there is a meeting to be done between data science ux engineering and product make sure that what is the minimum number of people from all these four departments which is required for the meeting if it is more than one please question why are two people from the same function needed so that kind of you know frees up a lot of bandwidth for doing your core work so for us check-ins was not such a big deal because we were already following to some extent uh, this philosophy there will be some people who will always uh, have their questions but largely to your question this was not a big issue for us Vidya. got it this is fantastic thanks Saurabh and in fact what I, what I really learned is you know you can actually in companies we can make very very simple changes and those have like long lasting impact as well like for instance what you said you know optimizing and probably questioning so what's the outcome of the meeting itself can help us also optimize so much of time so this is fantastic yeah, on the point of honesty I think simplicity is the best thing and the most powerful thing I think we often try to convolute our lives it just becomes complex but simplicity rocks so if you, if you keep things, things simple and tell people hey if you're calling me if you want my time tell me what's expected from the meeting it really works it is such a simple and powerful thing I can't tell you spot on spot on there sort of thank you for saying uh, sharing that and you know couldn't, complete, uh, couldn't agree with you more actually so if you were to turn back time would you do something differently when it came to OKRs Probably I would have picked fewer OKRs with there and I'll be very, you know, honest and I'll accept our mistake that we probably went little overboard and we picked up probably a few more OKRs than we could swallow. If we were able to correct this, I would cut down on the OKRs that we picked up because we were not able to finish everything and do justice to each of those. And that was the learning. So this year we have uh, fewer OKRs, but we are very sure of what we want to do. So we have only bitten what we can really chew and follow. Fantastic. Thanks, Saurabh. That, you know, less is always more. So I yeah. completely agree with you. And sometimes it's actually very difficult to pick lesser metrics than to pick more because we want to do so much. But actually getting them, you know, really funneling them through the processes is, uh, you know, definitely an exercise to think through. But this was wonderful. And your responses were so spot on and so sharp. In fact, from here, I just want to kind of take this podcast to the top with a rapid fire round. Are you ready for that? Yeah, I'm ready. I hope I'll... Uh, is there a gift hamper at the end? <laughs> <laughs> you bet, you bet there is. <laughs> so, uh, sort of your favorite business book. Uh, I don't read many business books, but my favorite book is a book on spirituality. It's called The Three Magic Words. Wonderful. Thanks for sharing that. Something that inspires you, a quote or a role model? Quote? Well, mm-hmm. you know, this quote from Churchill, which mm-hmm. is... About it is not the critic that matters. It is not the man who points out how the doer of deeds could have done it better. The credit belongs to the man who's out there in the arena. His face is smeared in blood and sweat. So it goes on. It's a long uh, quote, Vidya. But it's very, very inspiring. It, every time I read it, it brings goosebumps to me. It's a very inspirational one. And it summarizes that it does not matter what the world is saying about you. Okay, it doesn't matter if you come short of what you're trying to do. But the credit belongs to you who's taking the risk, who's, out, right, who's there in the middle. And trying to do things. Wonderful. Saurabh, when you're not working, you would rather? Be with my family or play my guitar. Oh, wonderful. We should, in fact, that's something that we should definitely hear next time we all meet up. Definitely. Uh, Your favorite holiday destination, whenever you get some time off. London. Every other city, hands down. Yeah, I just love London and its vibes. Wonderful. Something which is your daily atomic habit. 
checking my calendar in the morning and uh, making notes of what is to be done today. Fantastic. And your advice to other CTOs who are considering OKRs? Don't just wait for it. Just jump into it and uh, execute it because it is it is a very powerful tool, right? It will really cut the noise uh, from the signal and will really help you focus on things that matter. Believe me, your life will be better than what it is today. That's a wonderful wrap. Thank you so much, Saurabh. And truly, truly, uh, you know, there are certain words which keep coming to my mind as I kind of think through this entire podcast is inspirational, leader and open source enthusiast. So thank you so much, Saurabh, for being part of this. And I'm sure our audience will really, really get a lot of wisdom from you through this podcast and I'm sure many of them would reach out to you. So what's the best way to reach you? You can write to me. You have my email ID. So people can actually write to me on LinkedIn or they can write to me on my personal email ID. I think I'll prefer that, which is schandra78 at gmail.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Saurabh. And it was truly wonderful hosting you. And thank you for being part of Goal Getters. You're truly a goal getter. Thank you so much. Thank you.